There is a rule when it comes to Torah that ain mukdam umauchar b'Torah, which means that the Torah, the actual five books of the Chumash, that is, are not written in chronological order. And there are many times when you have an event that's in one parsha that really happened before, <coughs> excuse me, an event that may have that's recorded in a previous parsha, in a previous Torah portion. One of the most stark examples for that is this week's Parsha versus last week's Parsha. Last week we read about the giving of Torah by Har Sinai, when Hashem gives us the Torah and the Aserah Sadibris, the Ten Commandments. This week, the first um, half or more of the Parsha is laws, laws that we were taught after Hashem gives us the Torah at Sinai. He goes ahead and teaches us laws and mitzvahs. <coughs> and then at the end of the Parsha, we have a section which describes the preparation for the giving of Torah last week. So again, in last week's parsha, we have the giving of Torah. The, the first part, or most of this week's parsha, is a continuation of that when Hashem teaches us the laws of the Torah. And the end of this week's parsha deals with the preparation for the giving of Torah, which the actual giving we read already last week. So this is, a, again, a stark example for that rule that there isn't a chronological order in the Torah. Yet, even though there doesn't have to be a chronological order, still there's got to be some message and some reason and some logic of why it was written out of order. And it's even more interesting here. It's not just about order. When you think about the um, events that we're talking about here, the giving of Torah is obviously a tremendous divine revelation. So that represents somehow something divine, something outerworldly, above and beyond us. Then we read in this week's parsha the laws, the mitzvahs, which are primarily very logical. In fact, the word mishpatim, the name of the parsha, reflects the laws that make sense, that are logical. There are a lot of monetary laws, uh, human relations laws, which are very, very logical. In a sense, you don't feel or see the divine within it. It's a code of law. The end of this week's parsha, which deals with the preparation for the giving of Torah, um, has the famous words where the Jews said before they received the Torah, Nasev and Nishma, we will do, we will obey, we will follow, um, even before we understand, which is the idea of submitting to Hashem's will and submitting um, unconditionally, whether I will or won't understand. So if you think about the order of the three events, the way they're written in the Torah, it's interesting. First we have the divine revelation, representing, again, the divine beyond us. Then we have the discussion of the laws that are very logical and don't seem to need, so to speak, the divine. And then at the end of the parsha, we revert back to Nasa Venishma, a submission to Hashem's will um, beyond understanding or whether we, whether we will or won't understand. So it's not just a question of being out of order chronologically. It's also seemingly out of order as far as the message and the ideas that are going on. Are we looking for something that's beyond our understanding, divine? Are we looking for understanding? Or are we looking to submission, again, Nasa Venishma to Hashem? And one of the answers given is that it's exactly this message that the Torah is trying to portray to us. And that is that in our relationship to Hashem, there are going to be these three steps. The first step is going to be an unconditional um, type of submitting to Hashem, whether I will understand, I don't understand, 
the devotion and dedication of a person to Hashem, or what we what we might call Kabbalas Oil Malchus Shamayim, accepting the yoke of heaven, and that's number one. Then we try to learn, we try to understand, we try to appreciate. The more we learn and understand, the more we do appreciate. So step number two is understanding and using all of our um, capacities and abilities to understand and learn and appreciate as much as we can. And then we come to step number three, because inevitably, there's always going to be things that are beyond our understanding. At the end of the day, we're human. At the end of the day, we're finite. And we're connecting to something infinite, to Hashem Himself. So we recognize that there's going to be something that's beyond our understanding. So we're going to fall back to that initial submission to that which is beyond. So it's a three-step cyclical relationship. There's basic submission, there's learning and understanding, and then there's reaching a point where we say, okay, this I don't understand, and therefore I submit whether I do or I don't. And that's the three steps. In last week's parsha, we have the giving of Torah. That's the divine. That's step number one, godly revelation beyond our understanding. Then we have the majority of this week's parsha, which is learning and understanding, and finishing up again with Nasa Venishma, recognizing that at some point we come to a place where we say, you know what, I don't understand this, but nevertheless I submit to Hashem. That's a that's a, a simple explanation to these three steps. But there's something deeper a deeper idea as well that I want to share. And in order to explain it, I want to use a personal example. I had one of the great teachers that I had when I was a student in yeshiva who passed away this year, um, was a brilliant Talmud Chacham, a brilliant Torah scholar, had a tremendously vast knowledge and was very, very deep. And he would give a shir, he'd give a class, and his classes were amazing, and he would analyze and reanalyze and give a further explanation and a deeper explanation, but he would always come to a point somewhere at the end of the class where he doesn't understand. There's still a question bothering him. And it was it was almost every single class that at, towards the end, after you know peeling away another level and another level and expounding and expanding, he would come to a point where he says, but, but, but he doesn't get, he still has a question. A question that bothers him, and he doesn't know. And as much as we would press him, he says, "I don't know. This, you know, I, I brought, I, I did as much as I can. You know, I'll continue learning. Maybe we'll go to a deeper level." And many times the next day, he would come back and give us an explanation to that, and move forward and move onward, and then come to a new pinnacle, a new point where he doesn't understand. And I remember a discussion when we were students, and someone asked, "He says, so what's the difference between us and our teacher?" You know. Me, the, the one asking said, I also don't understand. I simply don't understand. And this great teacher, with all of his vast knowledge and all of his experience and all of his studying, at the end of his class, he also doesn't understand. So what's the difference between me and my teacher if both of us don't understand? And someone responded wisely and said, you don't understand. You don't know. You don't even understand what you don't understand. He understands what he doesn't understand. Two totally different levels of not understanding. There's someone who doesn't know anything about a subject, so he doesn't know. The other person knows the subject extremely well and comes to a point that he realizes there's something beyond him still and digs deeper because there's something always beyond 
True, they both don't understand. One lack of understanding is because of lack of connection, lack of knowing anything about the subject. The other is the depth. He knows the subject so well and is so connected to it that he feels and he perceives that there's something even beyond, even further, that he's constantly working towards to get to. And the same is with our relationship with Hashem. Step one is simple submission. Simple saying, you know what, I don't understand, I don't know, I'm a Yid, I have a Neshama, I have a soul, this is my heritage, I devote myself to Hashem. Whether I do understand, I don't understand. That's the first step. And then we come to learning and understanding, and we're meant to learn and understand and appreciate as much as we can in order to see the beauty of Hashem's wisdom and understand and relate and connect to it. And then we're meant to dig deeper and deeper till we get to the point where there's something beyond. We recognize there's something beyond. And we submit to that. But it's not the same submission as the submission before we started. Here, we know what we don't know. We're connected to it. And because we're connected to Hashem and appreciate Hashem and appreciate His Torah, we can appreciate and fully appreciate that there's points that are still beyond us. And we work towards them as well. And we reach deeper. And ultimately, we'll understand more. And then we'll recognize that there is more. It's an exercise in connecting, connecting deeper and deeper. And in this way, even what I don't understand yet, I'm still connected with because I understand what I don't understand. And that's the deep message of these three steps, starting in last week's Parsha, going to this week's Parsha, where we come to a point that even that which we don't understand, we're also able to truly appreciate our relationship with. Have a wonderful Shabbos.